Start recording. Stop recording. Hello to all of you beautiful nerds and welcome back from traveling the vast nerd universe. I know it's been a while since I did another episode. Sorry about that. Work and school has been keeping me super busy and also I got vaccinated for co- for COVID uh, this past Friday. Um, <clears throat> I am glad that that happened and I got Johnson & Johnson because I don't really have time to go for a, a second shot and after hearing the statistics on what Johnson & Johnson had, all thanks to Dr. Fauci, um, I decided, well, better to get something that would prevent me from going back to the hospital. As you could tell, I'm not really, I'm not really into staying in a hospital after what happened last May with my injury, <clears throat> especially with all those painful needles. Jeez, why do hospitals have to have the painful ones? Keep me away from space sickbag. That's all I have to say. Anyways, so with everything that's been going on, uh, glad that we're kind of going, getting on the road to somewhat normalcy and cross my fingers to get back to conventions this year because... I've been missing it oh, 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 so much. So, in the meantime, we'll be trying to look out for other virtual events because last month I did attend the Massachusetts State Convention for NFB since, you know, being a student at UMass Boston, I got to meet more students who are visually impaired going for degrees, especially some who are about to leave high school to go to college, which is great to hear because in order to get a job or a career, they're expecting a degree uh, nowadays. Even some of them going for a master's, which some of them were amazed that I am going for my master's in assistive technology. I'll be keeping on the lookout to see if any other states are going to be doing their state conventions online, which I need to check the list again. The one I'm hoping for is Hawaii because I didn't get to talk to them as much during the national convention back in 2018 uh, when I met some of them. I wish I bought their cookies but they would be as delicious as those honey-roasted macadamias from Mauna Loa, which is a company from Hawaii. But hoping get to attend their virtual convention if they decide to do that again this year. Oh well. But I know National is going to be online again because they don't know about the conditions of COVID. If they didn't do it do it online, it would have been in New Orleans. But who knows? 
let's see what happens. Of course, I did register for that convention because I didn't get to go to last year's due to how much work I had to do, especially trying to get into UMass Boston. So, yep, hoping to get also get the National Scholarship, which I did submit my form for that, so I could at least get some more funding towards school and kind of lessen my loan a little bit. Yeah, I'm on student loans. I had to join the club. Oh well, what can I do? And speaking of online <coughs> stuff, I did hear about the online announcement from HIMSS about the new BrailleSense 6, which is their newest note taker. And it's the number 6 because it's their uh, sixth generation and it's supposed to be uh, faster. Also, it has more ports where you could put more devices into like webcams. Uh, video monitors, sound mixers, and so on. And, of course, you could upgrade it for only $1,500 if you have a Polaris. I'm going to do that during the summer if I do any uh, online classes, but my refund won't show up until July from what FAFSA had explained. Now, Matthew Mercer, principal setting heart, Apple. Thank you, Matthew Mercer, on Twitter. I've been, uh, I've been on back on Twitter on the iPad in case if I can't reach the computer. But anyways, as I was saying, uh, uh, since they said won't well, probably get anything until July, it went the same way with my financial aid back at UCF. Uh, I don't know why they do that if you have a cl- summer A classes as well. Trust me, it was a nerve-wracking experience trying to get my textbooks in line for summer A back in 2011. Oh boy. But anyways, one thing I would have to say with the webinars is that not only... It, sounded really awesome with these new features that they're adding to a note taker and trying to go a few steps beyond with the newer features and of course they're going with Android 10 which they used to be with Lollipop. Lollipop was pretty slow and I remembered how sometimes on my Polaris I had to restart the thing because how much of a lag I got and even had to pull out the battery a couple of times, which is a bad thing. But of course, the good thing is when I upgrade, they're going to take the cells from my Polaris and put in a new unit. And I, and that means I would be able to use the new features with my old Braille cells from the Polaris. Which is going to be interesting once that happens. But there are some things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, Before I get into it, please understand I am an AT instructor. Which I don't work for any of these companies. I take a look at what's new and what 
might be great for a student and what I would suggest to a student based on the features if they want to go with one device I'll be like okay cool if I suggest another device that might be great for them I mean for instance I've been getting into the cheaper braille displays to try out I've been enjoying the chameleon which I will talk about a little bit later on here or on nerdy chic universe which there's going to be more reviews coming that way on the blog side of things but of course i wanted to talk about the braille sense 6 here and please know that i am not being not being biased it's just what i think in my own head and my own personal feelings even though I did start off using the Hymns Braille Sense QWERTY Plus from 2011 to 2015, 2016, and then switched over to the U2, and then later the Polaris due to the battery uh, causing issues. But of course, I still have my love for Humanware and a few other companies, which I've been, like I said, been using the APH Chameleon, which is one example, and a few other devices like the Braille, uh, not Braille, uh, Victor Reader Stream, and so many other devices that I tried over time. And of course, I am waiting for my Braille Note Touch Plus, which I should get into first. The first webinar was basically comparing and contrasting between some of the features on both the Braille Note Touch Plus and the uh, Braille Sense 6. Um, what I found interesting, which someone brought up towards the end, that they should have had a humanware expert, which I kind of agreed with. Uh, Jenny Axler, who was one of the people talking in the podcast had a braille note touch plus and she said she never used one before until this webinar and it kind of made it feel like an unfair advantage talking about it against the braille note i mean not braille sense six since she's more familiar with using his products I admit I've been using the Braille Sense line myself since I started with Hymns products and decided on Hymns before uh, being introdu- introduced to Humanware because the fall semester was about to end by that October. I mean, because October is usually midterms and I felt like I was already on a time crunch and I wanted to get my note taker in time for the end of the school semester. And before I got to Humanware, that's when I wanted to get the Braille Sense QWERTY Plus and it worked out well. Um, when I saw the Braille Note Touch Plus, aka the BN. TP, I started liking some of the features that came out and even being 
instructed on it last year, I found it very simple to use because, you know, being introduced to new hardware and getting the idea since, you know, being used to using note takers already, despite the different designs. But of course, being able to use Android devices already, I kind of got a good idea. And plus, the good thing is with getting the chameleon like I did, it helped me get used to using the thumb keys for the BrailleNet Touch Plus because the BrailleNet Touch Plus had thumb keys in the same setup as the chameleon. Unlike on the BrailleSense products themselves, they have a media player in the front. And... Of course, being able to get into other products outside of HIMS makes me a little bit more used to what is what is being expected once I get that product. You know what I mean? If you've tried many different Braille products yourself. Um, and of course, they brought up other features that they were kind of giving unfair comparisons and to each other because of course yes the braille sense the braille sense 6 will be having android 10 versus uh, the braille nut touch plus having oreo which is android 8 um yes the braille sense 6 is faster but of course, the Braille Note Touch Plus is still fast. I've seen it in action, and I've felt it in action, and it was pretty fast in loading times. And unlike the Braille Sense Polaris, it was pretty slow in load time, from what I remembered. And of course, I still kind of use it time to time, especially if I'm loading books or loading apps. It was slow. Unlike the Braille Note Touch Plus, once I get it, I know it's still going to be fast. And another thing, too, they mentioned how the Braille Sense 6 is going to be upgradable to another system. Same with the Braille Note Touch Plus. It's supposed to be upgradable to a newer system. Not sure which one it's supposed to be upgradable to, but I have to take a look on what's the upgrade on that of course I gotta do my research but but one thing that I realized the Braille Note Touch Plus was actually the note taker that people preferred over the Polaris due to not only the features but also the speed of the product and I could kind of see why because a lot of people prefer speed and also Another thing, too, is the touch braille, which I noticed when I was in the uh, talk during the virtual Florida convention for the NFB, uh, talking about the Braille Nut Touch Plus, because you could be anywhere and you could just use the touch braille without uh, disturbing people, while on the braille sense, it's still kind of noisy with the keys. So that's why they kind of made it a little bit 
softer with that. And speaking of the touch features, that made both the Polaris and the Touch Plus unique to each other because they were also released at the same time when Android was starting to uh, kind of improve in accessibility. Uh, which uh, the touch features on the Braille Note Touch Plus were kind of the, the big thing. Which another thing that did rub me the wrong way during the education webinar was when I asked in the Q&A if anybody was at the webinar, that was me asking that question about the touch bar. If it was able to be used with the software. And that is no. Apparently, it's going to be emitted from the new Braille Sense 6 software slash hardware part. Which I kind of feel like that was a waste of space of manufacturing. Because one, uh, the touch bar was placed in between the braille cells and the cursor routing keys, which you had to turn on through the global settings. And one thing I did not like about the touch bar was how much it lagged as well. And I was thinking, if they're going to put the old braille cells from the Polaris, wouldn't they be able to use the touch bar? And apparently they said due to not enough use, they decided to omit it. And I could see why, because there were no tutorials on it, so that's why I did the tutorial on here. A brief tutorial, because I tried out the touch bar. The tapping in the slides are very laggish, and Laggish? Is that a word? Oh well. But of course, I kind of feel like them omitting that is kind of a bit of a waste because I kind of feel like why did they put it in there if it's not going to be used? And that's another thing too that made it different from each other when both the Braille No Touch Plus and the Braille Sense Polaris were being released, even though that was back when the Plus was still known as the Touch. Another thing that kind of felt like rubbed me the wrong way, and I kind of feel like technology is going to keep catch up with each other, and that is when they mention in the Cool Features webinar that you're able to create your own streaming sessions with the webcams and uh, and if you had a mixer and so on, you could create the webinars. And that, and of course, uh, I was gonna say, and that no other device would let you do that. Watch, some, one device being cre created by another, company may catch up. Heck, even humanware might catch up on that. Because uh, during the pandemic, streaming has become a really big thing. And I am not kidding, even rest in peace, my best buddy Rain started streaming himself. And 
a lot of other people have started streaming, heck, even started doing uh, podcasts. I can imagine recording on podcast, uh, recording podcasts on Anchor, probably on either device, would be a big thing because you have the Android side of things and you could just get the app on both sides of the coin when it comes to devices. Who knows? Humanware might start creating a new uh, Braille device for uh, users to be able to do that. You can't knock down other companies who may want to catch up in in that competitive area. I mean, yes, you do have the Braille Sense 6 um, starting it off. That could be the flame that could turn into fire, you know. It could be the beacon that will start things off. And a company might go say, hey, this device is doing it. Why not we create something or add something onto what we have and continue from there? You never know. And I'm glad that Hims is starting with adding webcams as a external device, which is kind of awesome since, like they said, holding up the Braille Sense to take a picture since it would be on a tabletop most of the time would be kind of difficult. Trust me, I did use Be My Eyes before and the case did get in the way of trying to use the camera, but I would actually be glad to attach my webcams and start using Be My Eyes more. It'd be like, hey, what is this? Hey, what's this? What does this paper say? You know? It'll be very handy to have that. But of course, like I said, don't knock down. You may be the first ones to start something new. Another thing that is uh, kind of rubbing me the wrong way is the idea of this being the best device for students. I always believe that not all devices are going to be best for one person because there are going to be times when people can't use all the different devices due to issues with motor or have, like why I have, carpal tunnel uh, spikes where my hands just stop uh, stopping in use because I'm feeling pain from carpal tunnel or anything else because I seen it with other students some of my students too because they have issues with motor skills sometimes too with other conditions um that not all devices are going to be equal for every student and I'm not saying that this device is is not going to be the best for all it's going to be best for some people some people may like the idea that they want attach a webcam to the device. Some people would probably want to stick with the touch braille on the BrailleNet Touch Plus, you know? Or they just like the idea of having one device for everything, not just for more programs on the other. It's just 
personal preference. I mean, I'm gonna be glad once I finally get my Braille Note Touch Plus because, one, I've been asked by a student that if I'm able to use this thing, and I said no. It's a good learning curve, and it has me to learn newer devices as time goes on. Yes, it's a little bit late for me, but I have to find a way of getting my paws on on my device. And of course, it kind of... And of course, uh, another thing too, not everybody wants a humongous note-taker when they could get a simple braille display where they could just take notes and just read books on it because uh, they already had the, the they probably had the same kind of apps that you could find on Android sometimes on the uh, on an iPad for example if they had Netflix already on their iPad they want to think why would they want a different device to do the same thing <clears throat> I admit I have Bandcamp on both my Android tablet which is my Galaxy tab and my uh, on my Braille Sense as well I basically do that for travel convenience if I want to listen to music on, on my Braille Sense for example so, I sometimes do that for travel convenience, but at the same time, if I can't take my Braille Sense with me, then I would have a much lighter Braille note taker on me, like my Chameleon, which I'm planning on doing that once conventions start up again. Because we are going to be flying to Atlanta, I'd rather have a smaller one on me. Anyways... And not only that, another thing too, some, I'm trying not to sound, how am I going to say this? Ah, uh, okay, better wording. Okay, another thing too, some of these people are going to be really new to assistive technology because blind conditions can happen at other points in the life. It could happen sudden. Or it could happen at a later point. And some of them aren't as inept in technology as someone who has been learning technology most of, their, most of their life. And sometimes they want something simple. So, like for instance, if my dad, I know, bless his heart... Or to lose his vision because he has presbyopia from what I'm seeing. If he loses his vision more and more as he gets older, and if he wanted to use Braille, I would suggest a more simpler Braille display to use with his phone. Because he already has a phone that could connect to Bluetooth. And he doesn't use apps as much. And heck, I would suggest using Dolphin Connect. Dolphin Guy Connect if he had a uh, if he had a computer for easier use when it comes to assistive technology because and of course 
it, and of course, someone who's probably young probably went blind all of a sudden. They need to start learning technology right away. And sometimes it's hard to find that time to start learning Braille and they won't have a new taker right away either. So there are going to be times when someone wants to start off with a basic Braille device if they had to learn Braille uh, easily or they don't want something too hefty with so much already in it. I hope that is easy to understand there too. But again, not all devices are created created equal for all the different people that are visually impaired out there. Um, <clears throat> but there are some features that do catch some people's ears and eyes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but of course I am looking forward forward to this device but I kind of find that yes they're hyping it up like crazy but at the same time it's kind of unfair trying to say this is going to be the best device for education or even work if you're already a working adult but that's same time you're kind of might be thinking what would this device benefit me for I mean take my teaching job for example if someone was interested in braille note takers and I could talk about my experience with it and how I'm able to use it I mean, my Braille Sense Polaris, I kind of feel like it's more of an entertainment thing, and also I've been using it a little bit more for notes. And of course, me learning the chameleon right now, being able to use it while I'm still waiting on my Orbit Reader 40. Come, come on, Orbit Research, any day now. Uh since I decided to go big with that one. I'm really into learning and feeling and being able to play with different braille displays as time goes on and see how it feels to take notes, do what I usually do, especially with press work, since I'm usually on the go. And usually wait with certain devices that can bog you down. I mean, heck, if I had one of these braille devices back when I remembered when me and Richard were chased by some girls that didn't have any money to buy something, and we signed their shirts, like signed a shirt that they were getting cosplayers to sign, that would have weighed me down pretty badly, to tell you the truth. Even if I had the Braille Note Touch Plus, that would weigh me down even more. So, yeah. Um, that's another thing. 
I know one thing also did rub me the wrong way was when they said how the touch braille, if you had a sighted teacher wanting wanting to look at your work. I kind of want to go back to the Braille Net Touch Plus for a bit. When they kind of pointed out how the LCD screen is great for a teacher to take a look at. I mean, in order for a teacher to check your work on a Braille Net Touch Plus, you have to lift up the keyboard to have them look at the tablet. I don't know how well the LCD screen looks, but there are times when it can be a little bit hard to see. But with a tablet, I can understand if the student shows what's on the tablet because a teacher could see a tablet a little bit easily. And yes, you have to lift that keyboard up. But that's how you could be able to do that. Or if the student is already doing touch braille, they could just pass by on their side and be like, oh, just taking notes on the touch braille so they're not disturbing a student. That's another good thing about touch braille. Like I said, you're not disturbing anybody with that. And plus, another thing too that I noticed I only use the Touch Braille briefly on the Braille Nut Touch Plus, which I even uh, wowed the guy at the Human Wears uh, stand over in ATIA, how I was able to use that pretty easily because all thanks to trying out the one of my coworkers Braille Nut Touch Plus screens. Um, <clears throat> I found it really easy to use, unlike the one on the iPhone. I've been trying out the iPhone one, and I've been having diff- and I tried it once so far. And I had difficulty so far, even though I had to keep on trying it to see if I could still get it down. But I think I preferred just using a braille display or a braille note taker to be able to type with braille on my phone. And I prefer having a bigger screen to be able to use it on, which would be a little bit easier on me. I haven't tried it any on any of my iPads, which I have the iPad Mini 5 and the iPad Air. But I'll see how that goes. So, yeah, I am not bashing on Touch Braille. But I'm still kind of rubbed off on not having the ability to use the touch bar with the Braille Sense 6. So yeah, that's all the stuff that I have to say when it comes to being a little bit rubbed off on when it comes to the, uh, with the, uh, cons, how I should, how I should, how, now I should say when it came to the webinars, don't get me wrong, I do like Hims as a company. I am waiting, waiting on some things to come through when it comes to 
some purchases on technology. But I do respect them as a great company, don't get me wrong. But of course, there are some things that did rub me the wrong way, and I kind of feel like I need to get my thoughts out there and just say, hey, I kind of feel like about this, this, and this. And if you guys are wanting to get the Braille Sense 6, like I'm planning on doing the upgrades still, just do it. But if you want to still get a Braille Nut to Braille Note Touch Plus, sorry. Go go ahead. I am not going to steer you away from it. Just look at both. See what features that you want you want to use and think you'll be used. You'll think that you want to use as time goes on. I mean, maybe I will use the Braille Note Touch Plus a little bit more. Maybe I'll still use my Polaris. Or until I had to do my upgrade. So, or I would still use my Chameleon. Either way, I'm still going to be using my technology as time moves forward. And of course, there are going to be still new things coming around. Since this is a new tech, new piece of technology, and sometimes companies are going to catch up and release their own version as time moves on. Which I kind of feel like with that statement that this is going to be the only one to create streams. Like I said, maybe one of the other companies, maybe APH or Humanware or even Vario, which creates another braille display. Maybe they would also create something where you could also create a stream on Twitch. That would be kind of interesting. But again, don't knock out any other companies. Who knows, there's going to be more t- uh, devices coming our way. I mean, like I said, like what H- APH did with the Mantis and the Chameleon. So, who knows? Let's see what happens. And yes, again, I'll be upgrading once the time comes. So, that's enough for this podcast episode. I'm glad to be back for another one. I know this feels like a once in a blue moon type thing. Uh, Please stay tuned, especially on the blog side of things. So, until next time, stay beautiful while traveling the vast universe. Universe. Three slash five. Stop recording. Button.